What a beautiful song. Your presence is heaven to me. Praise the Lord. We all are heaven bound. But here on this earth, you and I can experience heaven. It's possible because what makes heaven heaven is Jesus. And if you can experience experience Jesus here, experience his presence, you and I can be blessed and experience heaven on earth. Praise God. Hallelujah. Get yourself connected to the cup that never runs dry. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Jesus has promised us an overflowing experience. Praise the Lord. I have come so that you may have life and have it more abundantly. Praise God. That's the kind of life Jesus has promised us. And it is possible when we are connected to Him. When we abide in Him and He abides in us. So it's our prayer that all of us who are hearing God's Word, worshiping the Lord together, will experience that overflowing experience. Shall we look to God's Word this morning? I draw your attention to 2 Timothy chapter 1. Verse 12. 2 Timothy chapter 1, verse 12. This is what I'm suffering as I am. Yet I am not ashamed because I know whom I have believed. And I'm convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him for that day. Amen. Father, we are grateful to you this, this morning for your word. We pray that you will speak into our lives. Release your grace and unction in this place that will make the proclamation of your word fruitful, Father. We pray, O oh God, that you would speak to each and every one of our hearts. Draw us closer to you. Every resistance to drawing closer to you, every resistance to the proclamation of your word, we bind them in Jesus' name. Every critical spirit be stilled and Christ be exalted. In Jesus' name we pray. Amen. Please be seated. 2 Timothy 1.12 Because I know whom I have believed. And I'm convinced that he is able to guard what I have entrusted to him until that day. Praise the Lord. Reading from the Amplified Version. This is why I suffer as I do. Still I'm not ashamed for I know him. And I am personally acquainted to him. Whom I have believed with absolute trust and confidence in him. And in the truth of his deity. And I am persuaded beyond any doubt. That he's able to guard that which I have entrusted to him. Until that day when I stand before him. Praise God. Amen. Apostle Paul believed, trusted, and put his faith in Jesus. He had both the living faith and a faith unto death. Looking at his status... When he is making this bold proclamation, 
in a prison, confined, when the outlook looks very bleak. Look, the expression of faith and how bold of a proclamation he makes. It's not just simply words, empty words, but it comes from the very core of his being. It comes from the conviction that he has with about Jesus. It comes from the very innermost part of his soul. Praise God. He's saying, I know whom I have believed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. So the question this morning is, do you know whom you have believed? Praise God. How intimately do we know the one that we profess and we proclaim? The reality or the truth or the core of our belief will be tested. And when you and I grow through hard times, go through roller coaster experiences in our lives, that's when we can look into our own lives and ask ourselves, do you, do I really know the one that we claim that we believe? Mind you, he is not saying, I know what I believe. No. He's saying, I know the one whom I have believed. Praise the Lord. It's not our understanding of scripture. It's not knowing theology. It's not knowing the doctrine. Why? Understanding the scripture, knowing theology, knowing doctrines are very important. Praise the Lord. Here, Paul is saying, I know the person, Jesus, personally, intimately. Praise the Lord. When the rubber hits the road, when the unexpected comes knocking at our door, when our schedules are ruffled, when our timetable timetables are thrown apart, when all the things that we have planned for our lives have come to an abrupt stop, what will hold us? What will hold our faith? What would hold us together, keep us together, is our intimacy, our personal knowledge, acquaintance with Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. I know whom I have believed. Praise the Lord. That's the key that's going to get you through the dump. That's the key that's going to get you through the dungeon. That's the key that's going to get you through every trials that comes knocking at your door. It's not what you believe. It's who you believe. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, if you know who you believe, you will join with Paul in saying, Lord, I trust you. Even in this situation, praise the Lord. Whatever situation you are in this morning, regardless of what 
you are in. Maybe you are going through a dry spell. Praise the Lord. Maybe you are going through a conflict in your life. Maybe you are going through an empty bank balance or an empty pocket. Maybe you are facing an emotional roller coaster experience. Perhaps it's in the relational realm. Perhaps it's the emotional realm. Perhaps it's the financial realm. Perhaps it's in the spiritual realm. Regardless of what it is, this morning, if you can stand with Paul and say, Lord, you have me here, wherever that is, I know that you can sustain me. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes? How do you and I come to that conclusion being where you are today? Meaning, if you are in the depth of despair, in the depth of despair, in season when you are feeling empty, in a season where you are feeling barren, in your season where you are feeling fruitless, in your season where you don't see productivity in your life, praise God. If you can stand, if you have to say, Lord, I know that you are here and I know that you're going to get me out of here. How can you come to that conclusion? It's simply by looking back. Looking back at what? Looking back at the cross. Praise the Lord. You can look at the cross. Praise the Lord. Not the figure of the cross, but the one on the cross. Praise the Lord. Do you know what it tells you? It tells you, you have a Savior who will go to that extent, to that extent, to bail you out. Praise God. And He will not let you go down. Praise the Lord. Regardless of what season you are in. But you and I have to glean solidly strength from that, the that Jesus loves me so much that he went and he gave up his life to redeem me. That should, hallelujah, import strength, assurance in me to come up with a bold statement. Praise the Lord. I know whom I have believed. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Yes, look what he's saying. I know whom I believe. And I'm convinced, praise the Lord. I am confident. Paul was confident in Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. What is our confidence in? Is it our economy? I thank the Lord for our country. Is it our economy? Is it our government? Well, you know, if it is, we know things are shaken. And I pray that things will be stabilized and we will have things established. But what is it that we put our trust in? What is it that we put our confidence in? Mind you, in every season, in good and bad, in fruitful and barren season, our trust should be in the rock of ages. Praise the Lord. The unshakable one. Praise the Lord. Put your trust in Jesus. He will never let you down. Praise God. Paul was confident in Jesus Christ. Look what he says. I know whom I believe and I'm convinced 
that he is able to guard what I have entrusted him. Praise Are you convinced about Jesus? Are you convinced that he is the only Savior? Are you convinced that he is the only Redeemer? Are you convinced that he is your keeper? Are you convinced that he is your protector? Are you convinced that he is your provider? Can you trust him with your most precious treasure? Can you trust him with what is valuable to you? Praise God. Can you trust him with your life? Can you trust him with your eternity? Have you? If not, I Give you a clarion call to come and taste and see that he is good. Praise the Lord. Paul is saying, I know whom I believed and I'm convinced that he's able to guard that which I have entrusted to him. Praise the Lord. Ah, do you believe that your God is able? Able. Do you believe that he's able? Able to guard that which is precious to you. That which is important to you. That which is valuable to you. That which is precious to you. And if that has to happen, there has to be a trust factor. And you should be able to entrust yourself, the welfare of your soul, your life, your ministry, your future, your family, everything that is important, can you entrust that into his hands? Praise Amen. Paul knew that he was, once he entrusted himself into the hands of this good God whom he had known personally, it was safe. All state has a saying that you are in good hands. I want to tell you, if you are in his hands, the hands of Jesus, you are in good hands, you are in safe hands, you are in a strong hand. Praise the Lord. Listen, we want to entrust ours, ourselves, and what belongs to us. Can you entrust you and yours into his hands? People are worried about so many things. Worried about their children. Worried about their future. Worried about their employment. Worried about what's going to happen tomorrow. There is a reason to worry. But today, this morning, can you entrust yourself and everything that bugs you, everything that bothers you, everything that steals your sleep, everything that steals your rest, everything that torments you at night, depriving you of your sleep into his hands. You can. Praise the Lord. It is safe when you entrust yourself to him. Praise the Lord. Listen, Paul was confident in Jesus Christ. 
the greatest gift and blessing that you and I receive on this side of this earth is the experience of salvation. Praise the Lord. Salvation is not the result of believing in certain doctrines, but believing in the person, the Lord Jesus Christ. Hallelujah. Paul had deposited the care of his soul, the care of his well-being, praise the Lord, the care of his ministry, everything into the hands of Jesus. Hallelujah. Amen. Hallelujah. He believed that the Lord was able to keep God. Until when? Until that day. In other words, Paul believed that God was able to not only save him, but sustain him. Can you believe that? We believe that the Lord has saved us. But can you believe that God can sustain you? Literally carry you through? And when God carries us from that salvation experience, you know, he carries us through. And look what Paul is saying. I know whom I believe, and I am entrusted everything into his hands. Till when? Until that day. Until that day. Anytime the Bible talks about that day, the reference here is that day when you stand before Jesus. When you stand before the judgment seat of Christ. That day when you and I stand before him to give an account and when we receive a reward. He's saying that I have entrusted myself and everything that belongs to him into his hand. And I'm convinced that he's able to guard it till that day. Praise the Lord. Point A to point B. From the day of salvation to the day when we will be rewarded. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Praise the Lord. Listen, he believed that God could carry him through, sustain him. And mind you, where is he at this point? At this point, he's in a dungeon, he's, he's, he's in a prison. And he's making that statement because deep down he had that confidence that God was able. I want you to grasp that picture this morning. That you are not just simply an average person. You are special to God. You are precious to God. And God has promised us that he will carry us through. But the question is, can you bank on what Jesus says about you and me? Can you bank on the person Jesus? Can you bank on the promise of Jesus? Can you bank on God and his promises? That will carry you through. Hallelujah. So, not just getting saved, but sustaining. Hallelujah. I like to put it like this. I'm saved by grace. I'm sustained by grace. I am secured by grace. Praise the Lord. Hallelujah. Until that day. 
praise God. I'm sure Jesus who paid the price and redeemed me is not going to just simply dump me on side road, on highway, on a byway and leave me high and dry. In every season, I believe that he will sustain me. Can you believe in that, Jesus? Praise God. Hallelujah. Whether you look in the New or the Old Testament, you will see people who, who believed in God and His promises. And that carried them through. That carried them through. So, this morning, whatever you're going through, trust in Him. Listen. Jesus is an expert in everything. You can find selected expertise in people who have certain understanding and dipped in depth knowledge in certain areas, in certain topics, in certain subjects. But Jesus is the master of it all. Praise God. He is an expert in everything. Expert in what you are going through this morning and yourself and your issues into his head and believe that he will carry you through. Praise the Lord. I want to pull out a character from the Old Testament and then we'll come to this as time permits. In, in the Old Testament there is a character that you and I are very familiar with. Caleb. What does Caleb have to do with this? Come with me. We'll connect it. Praise the Lord. You know, when Joshua finished the conquest, gets into the promised land, Caleb comes to him and puts it like this in Joshua 14, 7 and 8. I was 40 years old when Moses, the servant of the Lord, sent me from Kadesh Barnea to explore the land, and I brought him back a report according to my convictions. But my fellow Israelites who went up with me made the hearts of the people melt in fear. I, however... Followed the Lord my God wholeheartedly. Listen. Your conviction is very important. Listen. Listen what this man is saying. I brought a report according to my conviction. What was his conviction based on? His conviction was based on the God who had given the promise God who had given him the word. Praise God. So what does this got to do with anything? Everything. Listen. This man is talking about the experience of the last 45 years. It's an extract of what had happened 45 years ago. And how God had sustained him through this 45 years. Now, watch this. Everyone that started with him, they were out of the scene. 45 years later, he comes and he stands before his leader. And he has a testimony. He says, I followed God wholeheartedly. Other words, he says, I followed God completely. Praise the Lord. So it's a fact that God sustains us. But you and I need to understand, as Paul says, I have entrusted to him, praise the Lord. 
And I believe that he's able to guard that which I have entrusted to him. So there is a part that you and I have to give ourselves to him. This man here, he wholeheartedly, completely followed God. Meaning, his devotion was not splintered. Meaning, his commitment was not splintered. His affection was not splintered. At every point in his life, throughout the last 45 years, he can testify about himself that he followed God wholeheartedly. Do you know what happens when you follow God wholeheartedly? The outlook changes. The perspective changes. That's what happened to Paul. Paul was sold out for Jesus. This man was sold out for God. And it affects our outlook on life. Our outlook on life is impacted. It's influenced to such a degree that you think differently. You act differently. You say things differently. You're not bothered about what everybody says. Your outlook is not based on the popular outlook. And you're not afraid to say what you believe. Because God has changed the outlook. Look at this man's outlook. Alright. They went and checked the land out. And they all saw the same thing. They saw the land was flowing with milk and honey. They saw that the fruits and the grapes and all these things were really superb. And they also saw the challenges. It's fenced city, high walls, and on top of it, Anakites, giants. They all saw the same thing. They saw the same thing, but they interpreted it differently. The 10 spies that went, the 12, out of the 12, the 10 spies that went, they, they all, that all 12 saw the same thing, but 10 of them interpreted it differently. The 10 of their interpretation was based on the natural realm, what they saw with their physical eyes. They said, yes, it's a fact. What God said is true. It's a land filled, flowing with milk and honey. But, but, we're not going to make it. We are not going to make it. The other guys, two guys, Joshua and Caleb, their outlook was affected by the fact that they had followed God wholeheartedly. They believed what God said. You know, Caleb, Caleb says, I followed him wholeheartedly. Moses testified that about him. Joshua says it. And God himself said, he's a man of a different spirit. Praise the Lord. About Joshua, it's written, he was an aide to Moses. He was his assistant. He was his apprentice. And when Moses would go into the tent of the meeting, have an appointment with God, and when he was done, Moses would go back into the camp. This young man, he would linger around. He would linger around. The boss had gone, but he would just linger around. Because his heart was connected to the one God. Praise God. See, that 
changes our outlook and our perspective. When everybody said negative things, these guys could say positive. Listen, when everybody means when the ten gave bad report, when the whole Israelite camp revolted, and was ready to throw stones and get someone to go backwards, these two guys had the audacity to say it differently because they believe what God said. Praise God. This morning, I want you to, if you're going to follow Jesus, follow wholeheartedly. If you're going to call on Jesus, call on him wholeheartedly. Let him change your outlook. Let him change your perspective on life. Look. Look how it changes perspective. Verse 10 and 11. Now then, just as the Lord promised, he has kept me alive for 45 years since the time he said to this to Moses, while Israel moved about in wilderness. So here I am today, 85 years old. 45 years, he says, when Israel moved in the wilderness, everybody to the left, to the right, everybody just died. I'm still here because God sustained me. Praise God. It is God who sustains us. We cannot sustain ourselves. But mind you, you and I have to give ourselves into his hands. Praise God. Not the pilot of our vehicle, but make him the pilot of your vehicle. Praise God. Listen what he says. I'm still as strong today as the day Moses sent me out. I'm just as vigorous to go out to battle now I was, now as I was in. One version says, I can still go out and in like I used to 45 years ago. I can still go for conquest like I could, like I did 45 years ago. In other words, he's saying that I could still do the everyday thing that I need to do. And I can also handle the stressful situation that comes. Listen, you know, listen, we have everyday challenges. Sometimes the redundant life, sometimes the normal schedule would make us bored, feel you know, but even through that, God wants us to be people who are wholeheartedly committed to him. But then there are stress season. It could be the pandemic season that everybody's experiencing. Or it could be a very unique season that you are experiencing in your life. Even in that season, if you're wholeheartedly sold out to God, God will carry you through. Praise the Lord. To what? To the very thing that God has promised you. In other words, what he has promised you becomes a reality. Praise God. Hallelujah. Now, watch this, guys. The outlook of a man of God who followed God, the outlook of a man who followed God wholeheartedly, seeing things differently. You know, when you see Numbers 13, 30, look, then Caleb silenced the people before Moses and said, we should go up and take possession of the land for we can certainly do it. Look, when everything looks bleak, the man banked on the promises of God. And 
What is he saying? A different proclamation from his mouth. We can do it. We can do it. When everybody says, we cannot do it, the man who followed God wholeheartedly said, we can do it. Despite the odds, despite the hurdles, we can do it because God is with us. One more thing. Come with me. Look, the next thing that he says. In Numbers 13.30, Only rebel not ye against the Lord, neither fear he the people of the land, for they are bred for us. Their defense is departed from them, and the Lord is with us, fear them not. Look at this guy. Look how his outlook has changed. His outlook have made him to say things differently. Second, his outlook on the challenges. The other guys looked at the giants and said, we are like grasshoppers in their eyes. This man is saying, they are bread to us. What? Bread to us. Looking at the challenge, saying, that's bread to us. That's feed to us. That's food to us. Bread is what? Bread is for consumption. Bread is something that gives us energy. This man, whose outlook was changed, looked at actually the challenge, and he said, that reminds me of bread. That reminds me of what I need to consume. Meaning, the challenge that stood before him, he's saying, I'm going to consume him. I'm going to consume that, and that's going to give me more energy to press on. Crazy. Crazy outlook. But that's how it is. Praise God. That's how it is. You don't look at the challenges that stand before you and start shaking in your boots. But this man who followed God wholeheartedly looked at the challenges and said, that looks like wonder bread to me. And that which is going to that which is threatening to gulp me, to gobble me up, I am going to gobble it up. Have you seen people who have gone through high hell and high waters? Have you seen, through, seen that people who have gone through trials? Some people, their life is completely destroyed. Other people, they come out stronger. Why is it? That you go through similar situation, some of them are completely devastated, others they come out stronger. The reason is their outlook has been impacted and influenced by God who is a living God. And their outlook calls them to look at challenges and look at them to be something to be grabbed. They get energy through it and they press on through such trials in their lives. Crazy. That looks like bread to me. That's what he's saying. Praise God. That looks like bread to me. Amen. No wonder God carried this man through the wilderness and actually brought him in one piece into the promised land full of energy, full of life, with the same kind of stamina, with the same kind of strength, and with the assurance that I can do it. Listen, there has to be a switch. 
45 years ago, he said, we can do it. Now, everybody that was with him is gone. He is still singing the same song. He says, I can do it. Why? Because God. Praise God. Do you have God in your equation? Do you have God in your equation? Do you have God in your calculation? Do you have God in your planning? Do you have God in your projection? If you have the God element in your projection, in your planning, in your calculation, in your equation, praise God, even if you are left by yourself, you can still sing the same song because you derive the theme of your song through Him. Praise the Lord. This man is saying, I can do it. Praise God. Coming back to Paul, look what he's saying. I know whom I have believed. I'm in the dungeon, but I know whom I believed. Praise God. And I'm convinced that he's able. He's able to get me out of this jam. He can get me out of this dungeon, either physically or in any way that God chooses to bring me out. Praise God. Ha! The outlook of a man of God. Praise God. The question is this morning, have you entrusted yourself, yourself, your life, your plannings, your agenda, your family, your children, your future, your eternity into his hands? It's good hands. Praise God. But before you transfer it, get an intimate knowledge about him. He says, I know him personally. I know that what I've entrusted him, my soul, it's safe in his hands. He will guard it. Praise the Lord. Not only for this season, but in every season. Praise God. Until that day. Amen. Until that day, praise God. That day is a favorite expression. Praise God of Paul. It refers, I said before, that day when we stand before him. It refers to the coming of the Lord Jesus Christ. And particularly those of us who serve him. We will stand before him one day. Praise God. We will be examined by him. The kindness of God. Hallelujah. We will remember the grace of God. The kindness of God. And he will review our faithfulness to him and to his service. This morning the question is, are we willing to stand for Jesus in any and every seasons of our lives? Praise the Lord. What kind of an expression and exhibition and proclamation you will make this morning? Praise the Lord. Are you willing to stand for Jesus in hard times and easy times? Are you willing to stand for Jesus through trials and through triumphs? Are, we, are you willing to stand for Jesus through comfort and through conflicts? Are you willing to stand for Jesus through luxury and through labors of life? Praise God. Are you willing to stand for Jesus? When it is popular to stand for Jesus. Are you willing to stand for Jesus? 
when it is considered a reproach to stand before Jesus. We may not be in prison like Paul this morning, but praise God, when you live for Jesus, in regardless of what age, there is suffering. Hallelujah. We can suffer in so many ways. The loss of friends, the loss of confidants, the loss of people that we thought were loyal to us. Praise God. The loss of customers, the loss of clients. Praise God. Financial loss in our life. Bypass for a promotion. Praise God. Losses in so many ways. Even ostracized by people. Snubbed by people whom we think that really cares for us. Praise God. My dear friend, this morning, can you bank on Jesus? Can you bank your life, your future, your eternity on Jesus? Would you hand over everything that belongs to you into his hands with the conviction that I believe that he is able, I am convinced that he is able to guard my deposit to God. Everything that I have, everything that I am, everything that I will into his hands because I know without a shadow of doubt, praise God, he will carry me through to that day. Shall we close our eyes? Hallelujah. A moment before him. What do you know? Do you know him intimately? Do you know him personally? If you do, it's going to change your outlook on life. It's going to change the way you look at things. It's going to change the way you look at people. It's going to change the way you look at events. It's going to change the way you look at challenges. It's going to change the way that you look at hurdles. A different outlook to life. Paul had it. Caleb had it. The situations, the circumstances, the environment did not dictate their outlook. But their outlook redefined their environment. Praise God. Hallelujah. Give yourself into his hands. Hallelujah. Gonna sing a song. As we sing, wherever you are at home, in the church, wherever you are, connect with Jesus. Ask yourself Is it in the person Jesus that you believe? Or you believe in the theory? It's Jesus. That we believe, that we trust, that we want to be intimately linked to. And may that propel you to make right choices.
right decisions in our lives. We're going to sing as you sing, as we sing together. Allow the Spirit of God to minister to your need. And then we'll 